0: We're inside the Power Home Solar Radio Studio, getting to know another Colts assistant coach. I'm Matt Taylor with JJ Stankovitz, and this is more of a catching up with instead of a get to know you because Cato June, who's now the Colts assistant linebackers coach, he played for the Colts at linebacker, won a Super Bowl in Indianapolis, and he's in studio with us now. Coach Cato, welcome back to the Colts. How did this opportunity come about for you to join this staff and come back home, if you will?
1: You know what? I think about it like God's plan, right? So people always ask me, Hey, do you want to coach in the NFL? And, you know, initially I say, Hey, I would, I would definitely, you know, take the opportunity uh, because I never done it. Right. So uh, coaching high school, coaching college, um, you know, now having the want to say, Hey, I want to mm-hmm. go ahead and take that next step. Did the internship uh, a few times, a couple of different places, actually twice here, once in Detroit. Um, and then, you know, it was funny cause uh, David Thornton's been here and I'm always, you know, we always talk back and forth and, and you know, I sent him, shot him a text. I'm like, "Yeah, man, you guys are." You know, I saw, you know, Eberle was leaving, and you know, just you, you just never know. I'm just shooting him a text. We're just talking about that, and then I see uh, Gus Bradley gets hired. I'm like, "Oh, snap, man!" Hey, <laughs> so I said, I sent, I literally sent Gus a message like, "Uh, you, you know, because I, I didn't know, you know, it was reports that so he may or may not." I'm like, "Hey, you're gonna look good in Coast Blue, you know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready when you know, when, when you know, I'm ready. That's it was something, something like that. Sure, and Whatever the pieces came together, however it was, and D T hit me back and said, Hey, you might get a call from Frank I'm like, Huh? So <laughs> I'm just like, Okay, cool. So now I'm all excited, and my wife is excited, you know, had the opportunity to interview and do all that and you know, here I am, man. It's 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 like I said, it's, it's God's plan. It's nothing that that I did individually. Mm-hmm. It's just how you know things were were supposed to be written. Well, because you go back with Gus, he was your linebackers coach in Tampa, right? Absolutely, he was my he was my linebackers coach because it was funny because I was texting Allen uh, Williams before he left. I'm like, you know, I didn't know if he was going to get the opportunity to be the coordinator, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, just just you know. Being encouraged because you just never know. A lot of times in the coaching profession, if, when you know when your coach leaves, your head coach or your coordinator, you just you don't know what's next, and that 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 uncertainty can be you know a little unsettling, you know. And sometimes when people reaching out to say that they're there for you, whatever, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So I mean mm-hmm. it, that conversation kind of happened, and then Gus Bradley, I'm like, oh wow, you know, just. And that would be awesome because literally, what, maybe a year ago, two years ago, I'm like, hey, man, when I get an opportunity, I would love to work for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And, he would, man, that would be awesome. And mm-hmm. then kind of here, here we are now. Well, what do you remember about Gus when you guys were together in Tampa? That
2: was, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> and know, right? what excites you about getting to work with him here now?
1: Man, it what excites me the most is that he's probably one of the best people you're going to be around. And his energy and passion for people – is unmatched and he has a a very very unique way of teaching and and he does a great job with connecting um so Mm -hmm. that that part of me as a player i just i felt like a rookie again when i went there and i was like wow this is awesome because it was just different it was a total different and it gave me a different perspective like you don't have to coach just one way you know you you can coach in whoever you are and that's who he are that's who he is as a person so i'm like yo this is just his authentic self and you know who he is and how he operates so and he cares about people and this being able to pour into people i i I took a lot from actually playing you know Mm -hmm. for him and now having an opportunity to coach with him i'm just gonna be sitting there right down like okay this is i like that i like that i like that just because you know he, he has that ability to connect and he does a great job telling stories and painting a picture so you can can you visualize it so that's helpful in a lot of ways when you are talking about teaching and yeah. coaching
0: that's kato june former colts linebacker he's now the assistant linebackers coach for the indianapolis colts take me back when your playing days were over how did you know you had the coaching bug or did it happen before your career ended
1: well, I always knew I wanted to to work with kids and and give back in that capacity. So coaching was a natural transition, um, and I think it was more therapeutic at the time than anything. Because you know, when the lights go off, a lot of guys go dark. A lot of guys, you, you know, you just don't hear from them, and
0: they have a hard time accepting that. It, it, you mm-hmm.
1: have a hard time transitioning. Mm-hmm. You do, and and because you think about it, like it's almost like a piece of you dies. You know, you've done something for your entire life, and bam, it's over like that. So how do you replace that passion, that energy, that drive that you've used for your entire life, you know, to to continue, you know, living? And, and that's that's where it was for me. So I went back, and I was the, you know, the head coach and AD at my high school that I went to, which is, once again, one of those full circle moments. So it's like, this is awesome. I have, you know, hopefully something to give this group of, of kids and the people that I'm around, and hopefully I can impact, um, you know, some of the young coaches and coaches that, that were on my staff. And that's kind of what – why that was my why at the time. You know, hey, I just want to – I want to pour into people and, and, you know, pour into these kids, pour into the community. And hopefully at some point, you know, things will, you know, yeah, figure themselves out. And that, that that was my initial, you right. know, purpose.
0: I'm interested in, in this because you have – played at all three levels right high school college uh, the NFL with the Colts you've coached at all three levels now as well H- how do you go about talking to guys or coaching guys differently at different levels like what what can you do with a college player that you can't do with an NFL player and vice versa just because of the different levels I mean you're talking about professional athletes and guys that are getting paid millions of dollars that are professionals that have already reached this level in the NFL how, how can you talk to them differently to kind of get your point across.
1: I think that what I learned most coaching high school football is that everyone needs different things. Um, Everyone is at different levels. And the hardest thing at the high school level is because you have maybe hopefully a couple guys that are really good. You're Mm -hmm. like, man, I can do some things different. And you have some other guys that are awful. You know, they're just not, you know, talented athletically. So, you have to find different ways to, to reach all those different people the same. But I, I really feel like this is just my coaching philosophy is that if you start with love, like, and, and when I say love, meaning love your neighbor, love passion, love mm-hmm. energy, like just, just you're just giving love and being who you are, those two things for me is like love and authenticity, just be who you are and not be somebody, try to be somebody else you're not, people Automatically will will gravitate to that, and they will appreciate that. And the kids love it. Like they're like, look, this is who it is. Whoever it is, whoever that person is, you know, just be who you are. um And then you, if you can show love and you can give love, because you know we're called to do that. So it's like, can I give these people, you know, something, you know, and not expect nothing in return? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. this is what it's about. And. And it just happens to be through football, you know, and how I'm teaching, and you just find different ways to, to to reach and talk to people with regards to college and pro guys. The difference is, guys in college, it just it's a lot more fundamental base teaching stuff to me. Like you know, you're, I always used to tell my uh, my godly, they like, well, you know, you see Derek do this, you see Von Miller do this, yeah, they're pros and they have elite athleticism. And that's hard to tell them because a lot of those guys are not going to be that elite athlete. Yet. They have elite traits, you know, and they can get away with doing certain things. And th- I think that's, that's where the mm-hmm. difference is. And, and they appreciate it over time, but you know, it's yeah, it's a little tough love. <laughs> but once again, if you, if you lead with love, then, then I don't think you can ever be wrong.
2: So you you talking about elite traits, you're going to coach a guy who's got some elite traits in Darius Leonard. And it's funny, Kato, I was talking to Robert Mathis a couple weeks ago. I was like, so what do you think of Cato? He's like, he's going to help Darius get two more turnovers a year. And I'm like, dude, right, like Darius had like 15 turnovers last year. What? what well, let's what? get 20.
1: Let's get 20. There you go. <laughs> that seems like a good goal.
2: Um, but what do you think of Darius and just the skill set he has? And the other part of it is I know you you had a little bit of time with Peanut Tillman in Chicago. How similar are they in, in that like knack of getting the ball out?
1: now was being taught. And, and if you understand the ball is the game. It's real simple. Hey, I'ma find any way to disrupt the football. And he does an awesome and excellent job of, you know, one, having a knack for seeing the ball and, and taking the ball away. And, and and defensively to me, you know, always philosophy was always score and get the ball back. So it's like, how can I get the ball back? Let's go score. And he does them both. So like it's 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 fun to watch. And, you know, just, you know, when you think about it, it's to say, how can I continue and improve? It's just like anything else. Hey, like, this guy does a great job of this. Hey, let's let's try to, you know, take it to the next level and, mm-hmm. and be more efficient and more effective across the board and not just say, hey, I'm just going to go attack the ball. Like, you know, maybe being, you know, more strategic in when you do it. Mm-hmm. and Because a lot of times if, like, say, for instance, when, when we were playing, like, and I'm playing on cover too, if, I let, if I'm jumping all these routes, And the only concern about trying to get an interception, I'm leaving the safeties of somebody out to dry. So just understanding, hey, make my plays within the confines of the defense, and I think it will, you know, over time, and not just speaking to him, just in general, like, over time it will make you a more efficient and more effective player. You'll Mm -hmm. still make the plays that Mm -hmm. you're supposed to make, you know, uh, but at the same time, now you're not leaving somebody else to dry or – you know, creating holes in the defense. That's what sometimes when that aggressive uh, mentality, people can kind of, you know, go overboard when you're just trying to make a play as opposed to saying, hey, make the plays. They say you, you catch the ones they throw to, you lead the league. So um, <laughs> it, it, it's not that many opportunities. You think, what is it? Somebody lead the league with 10, 12 in seven? That's 12 plays in six, 700 snaps. Yeah. Right. You know I mean, when you put it in perspective, it, right. it's, you know, it's not a lot.
0: That's Cato June, assistant linebackers coach for the Colts. I mean, where is that for? these linebackers, great linebackers, Darius Leonard, Bobby O'Karake. Darius is, is great already, but, I mean, obviously everybody can grow. Everybody can get better. Certainly it's going to be in subtle areas for those guys. You've evaluated them on tape a little bit. What's their ceiling? How much better can those guys be from where they already are?
1: You know, when you look at it, I, I'll i take a huge an example, and my example is, uh, I had the great fortune to play with some of the greatest players at their position of all time. I mean, you know, and, and I I don't say that loosely or take it lightly. It, <laughs> it is just fact. You know, what I mean, Peyton is yeah. one of the greatest. Number players Number eighteen, of all time. yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Derek Brooks is one of the greatest players. Like yep. they have the jackets, Marvin Harris, like all these people. I'm looking up. They're like, wow, they have all these accolades. What was the similarities about them? It was hey I'm I'm a great player great but how can I get better? Give you example, It's true uh, true story. My first year in Tampa went down. We we're going over overpowered two, our most simplistic defense. He didn't saw it for you know 13 straight years him and Monty Kiffin together. Mm-hmm. Same defense, same everything. He's in his notebook writing notes, and I'm just looking at him like and you already know this. I, you know it, but uh, I'm watching him. I'm like okay. So I asked him. I say hey, man, what what notes are you taking on overpowered two? Like, hey, man, it's always something that you can get out of. Never feel like you got it. So I'm like, I took that. With, with, with the way I look at it is I'm like, man, I'm looking at this guy who's going to be a Hall of Famer, yeah. you know, and, and probably at the latter part of his career, he's still taking notes. He's still trying to get better. And if you can instill that approach to a young player, you know, you'll look up year 9, 10, they're still making the same plays, and they're still having success when your body, you know, starts to deteriorate because it will. And, and and now your mind is, you know, kind of made up the difference of what your body was used to be able to get away with and athletically do. So that, I think that's, you know, that's kind of my approach. That's what I, you know, want to bring in to say, like, hey, mm-hmm. this is how you take this approach. And, you know, hopefully that will be something that will help a great player, you know, sustain his greatness. That's something we were talking to
2: Mike Mitchell about, you know, is joining uh, the coaching staff as the assistant defensive backs coach about how just that kind of game within a game, situational football and knowing what the other team can do in these certain situations. And he said that was something that extended his career, you know, by a number of years. When you look at the young talent in this room, um, you know, already guys who have that stuff, you know, sort of down like, you know, Darius and Bobby. But when you think about what they can do is they continue to grow, you know, and that story about Derek Brooks, I think is, is just such a great example. What you know is the sky the limit for these guys
1: as they continue to grow, absolutely. Because I mean, one you have to, like I said, we talked about elite traits, you know, and they have those. And now it's like, can we turn these elite traits into elite habits? And and now this these elite habits will are, will sustain you over over time, you know. And and that's what it's about. Like how, you know, how long can I do something great? and continue to do it great and not get bored and not get, you know, tired and and, and not understand thinking that, hey, I, I've, I've arrived or I've reached this pinnacle. Like, let's just keep pushing. Let's let's keep – hey, what, you look at a guy like Tom Brady, it's like, man, he, he won three Super Bowls. What he do? He ran four, won five. Let's look like – can I win another one? And that's – I think that's the, the different mindset when you see these elite athletes, your Kobe Bryant, your Jordans, those type of guys – they have the mindset that, you know, the next one is the best one. You mm-hmm. know, it's never enough. So that's those are the elite habits I'm trying to – you know, I'm talking about. And, you know, if you can try to, you know, cultivate that, that's where you kind of take it to the next level.
0: Last one, Coach. Cato June is with us, assistant linebackers coach for the Indianapolis Colts, also former Colts linebacker. With that being said, do you think it's important to have – Playing credentials as a coach. I mean, obviously, great coaches come in all forms and sizes and different backgrounds. But my point is, you are all pro player, Pro Bowl guy. You won a Super Bowl. I mean, you can got you can you can look at Darius Leonard, you can look at Bobby O'Karekay, um, and you know these other linebackers, EJ Speed, and say, guys, I know what it takes to be great in this league. I've performed at a high level. I've won a championship. How important is that for a coach to have those credentials?
1: <laughs> um. I mean, you could put on your tape and say, guys, <laughs> really,
0: I made plays in this league.
1: Well, well, I, my approach was slightly different. And, and once again, because I started on a high school level, um, I never wanted it to be about me. You know, so, yes, I do have, you know, those credentials coming into it. Mm-hmm. But they know that. So it's like, and if they don't know it, cool. You know, it's funny because a lot of times in college, guys will be like, Coach, I ain't know you You, you can play. I'm like, you too, bro. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, it's cool. Like, I, I'm not here for that. I'm trying to help you get better, you know. So it's not about me. It's not about what I've done. But it does give you credibility. Sure. And the, the, th- the unique thing is it's like, okay, I've been in that situation, so I understand, you know, the whole transformation from, all right, this is the board to the field. And you understand sometimes that is not so, hey, Coach, I don't – I don't think we should do it this way because, you know, and I get it. Like, hey, I've been there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where maybe some of those things come into play. But, uh, you know, when you look at it, I, I, like I said, I never wanted it to be about me. But it does give you, you know, the background. And at least it will start the conversation. Mm-hmm. Now you still have to come with some content and information because <laughs> at the end of the day, right. can you teach, can you tell? get these guys to do what you want to do, motivate them, um, and, and become better players is, is more important than what you used to do back in the Stone Age. <laughs> oh, come on now. Hey, 2000, 2005, 2006,
0: it's not that long ago. That says Those are some great teams. There's no question about that. Cato June, assistant linebackers coach for the Colts. Former linebacker, man, it is so great to see you again. It is so great to have you on this staff, and uh, best of luck going forward. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.